<laughs> Put your phone on silent. For what? Because. What your stuff? Call me. Yeah, so they'll put it in your pocket so it don't. Duh. That's what it was at. <laughs> Alright. Right here. Three, two, one. Tuesday, March 17th, 2015, and this is episode three of Open Ended Podcast. I'm Sher Vincent. And I'm James T. Green. And thanks to everyone who listened to last week's episode, Eat a Bagel for Me. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of great responses on Twitter, on Facebook. My mom listened to it, so thank you. Oh, she did? Yeah, she liked it. I remember you said that from episode one, and now you look. I know. Imita- like art imitated life there for a second so it's pretty good <laughs> and um yeah if this is the first time you're listening to the open-ended podcast do check out our first two episodes as we just said shares mom or rather hey shares mom is the title of the first episode and the second episode is eat a bagel for me which we discuss about friendship and technology and um yeah, I had a really fun time interviewing friends and uh, got to do a little bit of that in this next episode as well. So I've been noticing over the past few weeks, maybe it's been the introduction of a lot of new technology that has been brought into our fine world, but there's been a lot of talk about empowering technology for older generations. A lot of things such as pieces of technology used by folks that are not quote-unquote millennials (laughs) like us um yeah or not even generation x or baby boomers we're talking like you know older older people like my grandmother for instance she's 80 she will rather she'll be 80 september 23rd this year Mm -hmm. and uh she owns both a kindle and an ipad because why not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she finds different uses for both of them. Yeah, well, she wanted to be able to read her book, but also, um, you know, have her iPad. But she never has the iPad leave the house. It just stays at home. Mm-hmm. But she thinks because the Kindle was cheaper, she doesn't mind losing that if she leaves the house. Ah, that's really interesting. Yeah, like, she doesn't use, she doesn't have, like, a laptop. She has her iPad. That's her computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's funny because I remember my grandmother as well. Um, I actually, last year, she was one to say, I don't need any one of these smart devices. All I need is a phone to pick up and hang up. And then last year, she hit me up and said, hey, I want one of those iPhones. (laughs) So I ended up going out with her to the Apple store um, out in the suburbs, helped uh, her pick out a phone. And then she fell in love with it. She went over on a trip. Uh, She has a travel group that she goes to, and they take trips every month. And she used to take photos and all that jazz. And then months later, she was like, 
I want one of those iPads. <laughs> so then she ended up picking one of those up, and now she's reading uh, with it. She's using it to, you know, she now has a Facebook account. Like, <laughs> it's really cool to see um, generations above us sort of get empowered with technology and almost see what's new to them. For now. sure. Like, I mean, I remember when my grandmother, she gave, um, sent me her first text message, which was, hey, is this Cher? Grandma. <laughs> and she still to this day always signs her text message with every text message with grandma. And I think that's, it's, it's, it's so cute because it's a way of like sending a letter for them mm-hmm. because they always sign it no matter yeah, what, you know, awesome. like our parents or like our friends who actually sign their name with, you know, they don't have a signature. She does. And it's mm-hmm. really fun. Oh, that's awesome. Did they use emoji? She does not have, she doesn't know how to use emoji yet. Um, I try to introduce her. She's like, that's silly. I don't I don't want to do that. But thank you though. But no, that's silly. <laughs> she's very she's very stringent with her technology. She likes a uniform. Mm-hmm. But um she still likes it and she loves her Apple products. Oh. Yeah, and that's really funny. Um speaking with emoji, my mom actually sent over her first emoji not too long ago. And now it just seems like with every single thing it's punctuated with an emoji. And That just got me thinking about what we were going to talk about for this week's episode. And we decided we have all this talk at all with, you know, these new apps and services that are meant to service people like us, early to mid 20s, quote unquote, upwardly mobile type people, you know, with your Instacarts and your Lyft and your Uber and everything that ends with an L-Y. Uh, um, so we got to thinking how would it be to interview our parents and see what kind of technology did they grow up with at our age and how they're getting used to all the things that are coming out now so I'll actually go into our first batch of interviews after this short break from one of our sponsors This episode of Open Ended is sponsored by No One. No One. But why No One, do you ask? I don't know. Well, if you'd like to be in this section, feel free to contact any one of us on Twitter at at ShareVincent or at underscore James T. Green or email us at info at James T. Green.com. That is info at James T. Green.com. And you can sponsor us, hopefully. We want to continue to sing on the air. So, sponsor us, please. (laughs) That is not a beg. with my father, Mal Vincent, and uh, he was a radio DJ for many, many years, and technology obviously went hand in hand with that. He um, transitioned from analog to digital fairly quickly, um, mostly in the 80s, so he dealt with the different technologies, most um, mostly music-related, but um, for him, technology started much, much earlier than that and you'll learn more about that in the following interview okay so i'm here with my dad what's your name mal vincent 
And how old are you? I'm 58. And um, what, do you, what was your introduction to technology? What type of technology are you talking about? Just technology in general. Like, what was the first time you were um, introduced to technology in a way that affected your life? That affected my life. Hmm. Color television. Color television probably was the biggest thing to a lot of people. Because, for one thing... Um, Television was black and white. That's it. That's how you saw TV. Then in 65 or 66, a friend of mine had a color. His father was a uh, police officer, so he could afford a color TV set. First one are blocked in a color television. Now, I didn't think color TV was was possible. I thought that it just showed you blue screen, you know on TV. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think color TV was possible. Because I had an aunt that had color TV, and all you saw was a blue screen. Okay. And then one day he said, hey, you want, and you know, we were talking, because I always saw him for breakfast. And he said, oh, my father got a color TV. And I said, oh, yeah, really? Well, you know, all right. He said, well, Bozo's on. You want, you, want, you, you, want, you want to see in color? Yeah, sure. I saw Bozo Circles, the first thing I saw on a color TV. I was in love with color TV from then on. I could, I went, wow, it's in color. Yeah, it's a color TV. No, it's in color. Then I saw my first primetime show was Batman in color. It was like going to movies, but you were at home. Um... The next thing that, that that threw me was being able to record television. Being able to record sound was one thing, but television was another. I ran to some money. I was about 27, and I bought a VCR. And I couldn't believe that I could record things, you know, um television. You could record and save now the programs you liked. I guess the next thing that fascinated me was the internet. Um, I think I have not yet discovered the internet. There is so much on the internet to discover that I don't think I have even touched base with it yet. There is so much on the internet that is so unbelievably fantastic that I can watch YouTube, for instance. I can see anything on YouTube. It's a wonderland of whatever you want to see. And I can't think of what I want to see. I mean, when you're not around it, you can think of everything. When you're around it, you can't think of a thing, you know. Um, that's how I feel about technology. Color TV, VCRs, and the Internet, I think, 
is possibly the most um, uh, I, I I can think of as far as a technology. Everything else is, you know, uh, how can I put it? Um, not really. That doesn't really hit my heart the way color TV did, and the way that VCRs have, and the way that internet has. I think those are the three things that really have changed me as far as uh, technology is concerned. Um, when did you did you ever begin to really depend on internet, and it's, or rather, did you ever begin to really yeah. depend on technology? Um, yeah, especially uh, internet technology, because of the of the the stuff you can get on the internet is so vast. Is it's just amazing to me how much you can receive, how much information you can receive by just pushing a button on the internet. Looking up a directory, looking up the directory of a directory. I mean, it's it's just amazing how much you can get off the internet. I went. I can now, if I want to order something like a VCR, which is hard to find these days, you know, because VCRs are really just about out because people don't buy them anymore. They're getting hard to find. I found one and bought it. Because of the internet. It told me where I could buy one. It told me where I couldn't buy one. <laughs> you know, but it also told me where I could buy one. And that's the great thing about uh, technology. Um, we can't imagine. We can't even think about what's going to come up in the future like when you're my age when um, I was your age VCR just came out and v, um, VHS had just started coming about about the time I was your age so you can imagine this stuff is going to happen by the time of year, you're my age do you have any hopes for the future as far as technology where we can go from where we are now uh yeah as far as entertainment is concerned the only thing I fear about technology is it gets you away from one on one communication with people it gets away from that and and I think that is damaging. It really is. Um, people don't mail letters anymore. Um, people don't make phone calls anymore. They text now, you know. One-on-one um, -on -one communication is uh, is just about extinct. Just about. And I think more and more we're, we're going to get away from that. And that's sad, but I think that's where we're headed. Um, there was a joke once. He said, um, 
I, I can't remember what builds up to it, but the punchline was, great, a world of people who aren't talking to each other. So, that's where I think it's headed. And uh, one last question for you, trying to leave it on a happier note, at least. But um, is there any trends, current trends that you follow, or has you ever, have you ever followed any trends as far as technology goes? Um, being sort of older and not really connected to it, I, I sort of catch up to it kind of um, uh, um, slowly. Because I know when I was young. Like Skyping, for instance. I haven't Skyped anybody yet. You know? Yeah, Skype is hit or miss, honestly. Like, I don't... I mean, I use it sparingly, <clears throat> but mostly for, like, business affairs. Not right, so I, much... Um, not skip anybody yet. Eh, you're not really missing out on much, honestly. Yeah. But, um, like, I know when I was younger, you had um, the mini-disc and, like, certain, like, music technology you followed. Over the years, uh, we want to elaborate on that. Um, it's funny. You can't buy anything that is. How can I put it? Um, solid. And in, 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 in other words, there used to be places you could go to buy CDs, DVDs. They don't exist anymore. You said for like the big stores like Best Buy and Target, that's yeah, about it. But, but but those department stores pretty much. Yeah. You know, electric department stores. stores. But there is no more um, places to rent or to see VC or, or, or you know, um, DVDs or to buy DVDs or, or, or anything, you know, anymore. Um, yeah, there's only a couple of mob pop yeah, 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 yeah. They're not, you know, you yeah. don't, the lim- it's really limiting, for sure. Yeah, when, when VCRs came out, there have been mob and pop stores. Now they're not even mom and pop stores anymore. They're not even, uh, uh, your, your only places are Walmart and, um, the, and Best Buy, and that's it. Um, Target? Yeah, Target, and there's not much else you can buy. You know, your, um, your um, software of that type. See, I couldn't think of the word software. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, software of that type. Um, you can't buy it. We had a, I had a hell of a time, like I said, trying to buy a VCR. Couldn't. Couldn't buy a VCR. And they didn't have that many VCRs. They had that one. Oh, yeah. It wasn't really expensive, but they had that one VCR. That's it. Because of the DVR technology. You can stop TV live. That's great. Stop TV live. That way, if my wife is talking during a program, you can stop it and rewind it. Which happens or if you got to so go often. to the bathroom. Huh? Which happens so often. Yeah, very often. Like three times, yeah. like at least three times in every episode of anything. Yeah, of anything, right. It's like, wow, you hear it? Wait a minute. You know, I, 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 um, I, um, I enjoy that. Um, tech, technology of television. Um, 
to be able to um, stop a program and rewind it and save it if we want to. That, that's nice. Yeah. When just think that 30 years ago, just 30 years ago, there were three networks. That was it. Now you have... You have the entire internet in your pocket. Yeah, now you have, <laughs> oh boy, in your pocket, on a phone. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, it, it, it's amazing, the technology. What are they going to think of next? You know, people, you know, people, people laugh. You know, when you put your thumb and your pinky up there to make a phone call, you know, to act like you make a phone call, your thumb and your pinky. One of these days, that will be making a phone call. Your thumb and your pinky. <laughs> they're closer to they're closer to that now. I mean, like the iWatch just was presented this past week, and you can receive call, phone calls on your wrist and it connects to your phone. Yeah. Through headset, so we're getting closer and closer to the hand being the actual technology. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I think the next technology. Um, will be virtual. Virtual this, that, and the other. Virtual television. You can you can put on gargles and be right in there with the action. Now that's something. <laughs> you can be right there watching it. Instead of having 3D TV, boom, you're right there in the action. Right there with the people. Laughing and looking, turning around looking at them. That I predict is next. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. They already have virtual, you know, this, that, and other. But virtual television, yeah, that would be great. That'd be great to see that. You already have 3D, which is catching on very well. But I think virtual will. I think virtual will be that next step. Virtual television. So I had the opportunity to also interview my parents. So first I had a chat with my mom and she really surprised me with a lot of her stories about her interactions with technology. And then afterwards I got to crack a lot of jokes with my dad about adopting new technology, integrating other technology, including that with his car. So. Take a load off and enjoy some of the interviews with my parents. So I'm here with my mom. <laughs> I don't know what, what I should call you. Just mama. All right. So mama green. Hi, James. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing pretty good. You need to speak up a little bit, mom. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, James. Oh, man, we're getting so much echo from outside, but oh, well. Okay, so my so I guess a little bit about, like, what's going on here. Um, like, this episode is all about talking to folks in a, from a different generation of us about how technology has, I guess, kind of changed their life and how things have been throughout the years. 
for them. You know, seeing things change. That makes sense? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So my first question for you is, how old are you? 46. Yeah? Yep. You're 46. I am 46. Okay. Good. (laughs) Uh, So the second question for you is, what was your first introduction to technology? As far as a computer, um, it had to be, I think I was a sophomore or junior in high school, and we had we had gotten our first computers and I was able to take one home and um, play with it and that's when we had to do the I think it's coding a lot of the things we had to do we had to do um, I don't know the name for it James you, you, oh you guys were actually coding like in a, right, because in a terminal the, line yes because we couldn't just type stuff in normally we had to put in some code first to get mm-hmm. to get uh to make things run. Right. Yeah, so there was no, like, user interface. There were no icons. There was just, like, a blank line. Yes. Where you just had to key in the commands. Right. You realize, like, if you started doing stuff like that now, like, people would be paying you. Yes. Like, in- <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I've seen now, some of that yeah. stuff when I have to use it at work. Like, when I have to do surveys, sometimes we have to put in some kind of coding. And I'm like, I remember doing this when I first used a computer, because I couldn't just type in my paper. Like, for me to do an indention, I mm-hmm. had to put in a code to make it indent. Yeah. And, to you know, for, like, a return and all that, we had to do different kind of coding. Yeah, that's really interesting, mm-hmm. like, because that was how things were back in that time when there were no graphical user interface, and you had to basically tell the computer every single thing what to do rather than... Double clicking on a folder, you had to tell the computer yes. probably like minus O for open and then the pathway. Right. It's really fascinating. Yes. How about how long ago was that? Because I know you said it was like that time um, period, but like So what it year? had to be eighty two, eighty three. Okay. So I would think I was a sophomore. Yeah. So yes. And it was hard because I was so used to doing a typewriter and it was fun, but it seemed like it took longer to do my work to type it in than if I just used a typewriter. Right. And the printer, oh my God. We don't even <laughs> want to go there with the printer. So when did you begin to feel like dependencies on like technology and new media? Like do you remember that point when you kind of felt like, all right, this thing's here to stay. I have no other choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say probably 1999-2000 is when I really realized um, that was the only way I could get things done. I was still I had gone back to school, um, and I used a typewriter every once in a while because I didn't own a computer. But then it had got to the point where for me to, because I was taking classes, and I couldn't just hand in a paper. Mm-hmm. We had to submit it electronically. And then at work, it really hit me because we went – from doing IEPs on paper, which is a um, individualized educational plan in special ed, and we had moved to a computer. Mm-hmm. And, and, we and what were you going to school for? I was going to school for education at the time. I was an education major. And everything had moved to a computer. And I knew how to type pretty good. But some of the other processes like Excel and all that, and you couldn't get around it. And it got to the point where they were forcing us you know, you had to have email. You had to read your email. You had mm-hmm. to do everything. 
So it had to be 
are there any tech trends that you kind of follow or you're kind of looking forward to right now? And if so, what is it? Okay, you gotta really help me with the tech trend. <laughs> well, like for example, um, right now the biggest thing is wearable computing. So, for instance, watches or like Fitbits or oh. or those type of things, like pieces of technology that you wear in your wrist. Like for instance, the Pebble watch that I have right now mm-hmm. that's connected to my phone. Um, do you see yourself like interested in those type of things, like? Wearable technology, um, you know, smart homes are becoming a thing now. Where that you scares have... me. Yeah? Why, why does it scare you? Like, Big Brother is watching. I mean, haven't <laughs> you heard the one thing where the, the lady had cable and somebody was sending yeah. her a mess? That spooks me. Mm-hmm. No, that I don't like. Um, wearable technology, I can see, like, on my Android, It if I'm wearing it, it counts my steps. Mm-hmm. So I do like that because then I'm not conscious of, Well, I am conscious because when I realize, hey, I've only done so many steps, I need to walk more. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like the watches. They're cool. (laughs) Um, They're really cool. So I I, I can say. Why do you think they're cool, though? Um, I don't know. I'm a fashion person. (laughs) I like like accessories. Um, But I do like to. uh, I really like the watch thing because on the phone. I hate having to pull out my phone to see what time it is because I don't really want to watch anymore because mm-hmm. I think I have it on my phone. But that watch that you have is very cool because you have your technology and your. So if you're looking at it, people might think I'm just looking at the time, but right. I'm really doing something else. <laughs> and it's um, the size. Yeah. It's Even a though good I size. like my big phone because, you know. I got the 40-year-old eyes, mm-hmm. so, you know, they're not the same. Yeah, and which phone? It was the Galaxy I have the Galaxy S- fi- S5. Yeah. So I love my phone, but I do like the wearable stuff. Mm. I can see myself doing that. But you feel like smart homes. It's like mm. that's, that's the point where you're, like, backing away. Yeah. See, I, I find think- that really interesting because there, there is there's, – there's a – I forgot where I read, but there was something um, that discussed about – how there's different thresholds for technology adoption mm-hmm. according to age. Um, I can't remember who wrote it, or, and I might be butchering this verbatim, but it's one of those things where um, whatever technology is available when you grow up or, like, that you're born, like, between, like, 0 to 16, for instance, you see that as normal because that's what you've been surrounded with. Any technology that's developed... Between you being like 16 to, you know, early 30s, you're more prone to be um, open to trying out. You know, it's like, oh, it's exciting. This is new. This, that. Right. And any technology that comes out after that threshold, you become to be very wary of it. Um, And it's like not scientific. It's just was seen as like this is a hypothesis of how technology adoption is and i just kind of find it interesting because like for you things like writing on the command line because that was all you had to do back in the day was something i was like okay this is totally what i'm supposed to be doing right um using smaller computers or even phones you know that's it's okay this is something the internet oh it's something you know it's great right but it's like wearable technology you're like ah and then internet-connected home devices, you're like, no. 
No. That like that's the lie. Yeah. I don't know. I find that fascinating. Because I think it's almost like an invasion of privacy. Even though I know people say the cell phone, you know, they can tap into that, but I'm just thinking with my home <laughs> is personal. It's really okay. personal. Um I don't know. It, it it's just yeah. it's like you've crossed the line there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I don't know. I, I just wonder where my threshold would be because I'm like, let's do this. Let's, let's bring this all in. Yeah. You know, we have a few like internet enabled like home devices in our house, and this all this stuff. I'm like, ah, you know, cool. it sounds so. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And the last question is kind of funny. Like segue is, what technology, if any, would you like to see in the future? That's or, so funny because I remember when the Jetsons, that was like one of my favorite cartoons, <laughs> where George, you know, they had the TV where you could talk to somebody on TV. Now we have Skype and we have, you know, all those things. Um, I'm not really sure what would I like to see in the future. Maybe something more with with um, transportation, mm-hmm. you know, um with the cars, even though I know once that kind of thing happens and it breaks, you know, your whole car could be down. Are you saying like self-driving cars or just cars with more? With more technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see that. And well, I guess like in detail, what do you mean by that? Like technology and mm-hmm. cars, like things in like the dashboard I like or. The, yeah. And I like that push to start. But mm-hmm. I like, you know, I would love where all cars, maybe I could just talk into my phone and say, you know, start up or, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. I don't know if I would want it to drive for me because that kind of thing scares me too. <laughs> yeah. Because I would believe that even though they say I, it could take me somewhere, I could possibly crash. I still right, like right. to have some, I think I still like to have some kind of control. So right. that might be what scares me with the home. But future, ooh. What? If they could cook for me. If that if technology could do something where it could cook and I just like talking to my phone and say, please have dinner waiting for me. And I just yeah. set out everything and ooh. Well, you realize if you do that, you're going to have to like get into the smart home. I know. Dang. <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember just that like was, contradicted myself. Didn't yeah, I? yeah. You did. But it's okay. And I remember that was like part of the Jetsons thing too. Mm-hmm. Or that yeah. one show on Disney where they had the house that was where the lady could do everything. Ooh, see if it could vac. Now, if it could vacuum and do my chores, I'd be okay with that. But I don't need you to secure my house. But you can clean and cook and do all my stuff. <laughs> I'm good with that. So maybe I would like the smart home for stuff like that. Maybe like, just bits and pieces. Yes. Okay. Yes. If I could kind mm-hmm. of pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Cooking and cleaning. All right. That works. Well, thank you, Mom, thank you, Mom. <laughs> for your thank time. You, So I'm here with my dad. <laughs> what you laughing for? And we're going to talk about technology. <laughs> so my first question to you is, how old are you? 48. 48. <laughs> what you laughing for? All right. So my next question is, what was your introduction to technology? The TV. Yeah. So it was a TV? 
Yeah, I guess watching TV. Yeah, about about how long ago was that? Forty, like forty six years ago. Yeah, what what were you thinking of when you like saw the TV and you were like, man, man, you know, I was a kid, I was happy. <laughs> Why were you happy though? Because you know you get to see the cartoons and all of that <laughs> stuff. Excited. Yeah, it was just like, man, all this stuff just like appears in this box, <laughs> right? So, like, when did you start to feel a dependence on technology? Like, was it, like, around the time when cell phones became a thing and you were like, all right, this stuff here to stay? Yeah, well, it had to be when the, when the, when the cell phones came out. You know, I was one of the first ones around to get one of them bag phones. Oh, yeah, I remember you had that one in that, in that Buick, right? Right. What did you think of it at that time? You man, think it was cool? Man, it was cool. Everybody, <laughs> everybody thought I was cool because I had a bag phone. Did you like flaunt, flaunt it? Not actually, <laughs> not not really, not really flaunt it. But when people saw me with it, like even when I went to work and stuff, they was excited. Like, man, this dude got a phone in his car. <laughs> so, like. So, like, now, do you find yourself embracing a lot of, like, new forms of technology and communication, or do you find yourself rejecting it? Like, are you, like, really excited when new stuff comes out? Yeah, man, I mean, I don't reject it. Um, like, Twitter and Facebook and, you know, all of that stuff, because you mm-hmm. get to meet a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, that you haven't seen in a long time, mm-hmm. you know, friends from all around the country you know people i served in the military with i get to reconnect with them isn't that how you like set up your uh, class reunion too a little bit well the people that was in charge set it up that way wasn't me mm-hmm. but the people in charge set it up that way mm-hmm. yeah and then i also remember like a lot of times like when new technologies were coming out like two-way pagers and all that you were like the first to <laughs> like embrace all those things like, I've always known you to be, like, one to always embrace technologies pretty quickly. Yeah, man. Like, I went from the, to the T900, the V100s. You know, every time something came out, I was up on it to get it. <laughs> but why did you find interest in it, though? Just a cool way to communicate, you know. <laughs> so, are there any, like, new tech trends that you're following now? You know, are there things that you're pretty excited about? Like, you know, for instance, things like wearable technology or smart homes, smart cars. I know you got, like, stuff installed on your truck. Like, you got, like, now a smartphone app to start it up, right? Yeah, I got the app, the Viper app. Go get your Viper for your car if you don't have one. Hey, they they are not sponsoring this podcast, so we are not giving them free, <laughs> free ads. Tell them to sponsor us, and then we'll do that. All right. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, yeah, the, you know, I got the Viper app. You know, I get to start my car basically from anywhere in the world as long as you got uh, a cell phone signal. You know, you can start your car from anywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. You could be like in Chicago and your car be in Florida, and you can start your car from there. Okay. It's really cool. Um, do you find yourself, like, excited about, like, wearable technology now? Because that seems to be, like, the new thing right now. Well, like, I kind of waiting on that Apple Watch to come out. You know, I want to 
handle it and look at it and see it and see how it operates, mm-hmm. you know, before I spend the money on it to see if it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Why, what, um, if you get it, what, what do you find yourself, like, using it for? I don't know, just the, just the thing the apps that come with, you know, mm-hmm. checking your messages and emails and, you know, just being cool with your Apple Watch on. <laughs> Flossing. Something like that. <laughs> so, is there any tech that you'd like to see in the future? Like, stuff that isn't out now? Like, is there something that you want? Nah, not necessarily, you know. I just flow with whatever comes out, mm-hmm. you know, check it out. You know, see if it's worth getting. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool. Well, this is the end. I want to If you like these stories, we'd like to hear yours as well. You can send in a voice memo to info at jamesgreen.com. And on next week's episode, we like to dig a little deeper into technology and the effect it has with loved ones you may have lost in the past. So if you have been affected by anyone that might have had social media presence or any kind of internet presence and then may have passed away, please send your story to info at jamesdgreen.com. Again, that's info at jamesdgreen.com. And until next time, keep things open-ended. If you like what you heard on this podcast, please give us... Fuck, I messed up again because Sine, I can't think of anything. Fuck you, Sine! <laughs> <laughs>